The captain has turned on the crying babies sign. I have once again found myself several thousand feet in the air inside an aluminum tube traveling hundreds of miles per hour over the Atlantic Ocean. This keeps happening to me for some reason. It is not natural. I mean that. There is literally nothing natural about human flight. No, wait, that's not true. I guess the cheese that came with dinner a couple hours ago on this flight was made from growth hormone-free cow milk, so that was vaguely natural. The brownie for dessert was most certainly not natural, however. That sucker was juicing. Apart from trekking out into outer space, I can't think of a less natural thing for humans to do. And really, space travel is just flying taken to the next level. Probably the result of a dare. Possibly of the double dog variety. Even a deep sea dive is at least in water. Sure, you can't swim in the Mariana Trench, but at least you know it is better when it is wetter, under the sea. I have no Disney song to quote extolling the virtues of air. All I can say is I know it is not better where it is drier. I experience a variety of emotions whenever I step foot on a plane. Fear, excitement, anxiousness, nausea, scurvy, not technically an emotion, hair loss, neither is that, and shortness of breath. Seriously, now I'm just listing side effects of a vitamin C deficiency. What I'm trying to say is that my emotions regarding flight are of the mixed persuasion. There are a variety of factors contributing to this mixedness. First in line is the whole, if man was meant to fly, he'd have wings thing. Sure, it's an oldie, but it's a goodie. It remains an excellent point. We're not meant to fly, but that just seems to make us all the more determined to take to the skies. It's like Las Vegas. Human beings are clearly not supposed to live in the middle of the desert, so we've built an entire city as a big fuck you to planet Earth. Flying is the same deal. No wings? Screw you, birds, let's do this thing. In fact, let's fly to Vegas just to rub it in. We're an entire species of teenagers doing things precisely because our parents told us not to. That said, for something we're not meant to do, we've gotten pretty good at doing it. I'm referring to flying here, not living in Vegas. Dying in Vegas, on the other hand. You've seen the numbers, you know. Safest form of travel. Airplanes. Safer than walking. Airplanes. Definitely safer than space travel. Airplanes. You sure you want to take that helicopter ride at the Gathering of the Juggalos? Still, there's only so much reassurance statistics can give. Even if there had never been a plane crash in recorded history, there's still something a little unnerving about sealing yourself inside that aforementioned aluminum tube with a few hundred other people. And babies. Lots of babies. The babies on this flight seem to have all just woken up simultaneously, and they're all crying. It's the world's least convincing surround sound sales pitch. I'm getting it from all angles. I will not be buying this speaker system, from SkyMall or otherwise. As is frequently the case, it's other people, or in this case other babies, that ruin otherwise good things in life. Were it not for all these motherfucking babies on this motherfucking plane, a good chunk of my mixed feelings about this flight would be gone. For example, without all the other people slash babies, the hypochondria would be less of a factor. I know the air on a plane is supposedly cleaner than the air we breathe day to day because it's been filtered and filtered again, but again, this is another instance where statistics only get you so far. This air feels gross. Six hours in, we're all just rebreathing a bunch of baby farts from three hours ago. By virtue of the recycled air factor, I typically turn into a hypochondriac in the days leading up to a flight. I start scrutinizing every sneeze, questioning every cough. This is in stark contrast to my normal behavior, where I play the role of whatever the opposite of a hypochondriac is. A non-hypochondriac guy. Person. 
I didn't used to be like this, but a few years back I came home from a trip with swine flu, and ever since I've been like that hypochondriac in that one episode of The Twilight Zone. No, the other one. So now whenever I fly, I start dosing myself with vitamins days in advance. I pop airborne tablets like they're the world's largest slash least tasty pop rock the day of. Upon boarding the flight, I ask the captain to deploy my oxygen mask so I can breathe through that for the duration of the flight. I have yet to find a pilot who complies with that request. It has not weakened my resolve, however. Okay, we're down to one crying baby. This is progress. It isn't until the babies stop crying and the hot towels come out, so right around now, that my mixed feelings about flight truly become mixed. Up until now, it's all been negative stuff. The hypochondria, the fuselage-ripened baby farts. But all that sort of fades away when you take the hot towel off your face and begin your descent down onto a different continent and realize, holy crap, I just flew through the air inside an aluminum tube traveling hundreds of miles per hour over the Atlantic Ocean. And that's something all the recycled baby farts in the world can't take away from you. Point is, flying might not be natural, but even after all these years, it is pretty awesome. 